Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast, and I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is Ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah, what's our contact info? I'm so glad you asked. We have an Instagram. It's The Broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029, or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And how are you doing? It's been a weird week, I feel and I, I'd like to blame daylight savings time. I don't know. Has, Dude, has that affected you? Do you feel like there's a weird mm, funk in the air? I, honestly, <laughs> it's funny because daylight savings time is such a, I think, I feel like a big topic twice a year. And now it's like, you know, there's rumors that like it might the president get passed had, or yeah. stopped or whatever. Yeah. And I think everyone who has such a big deal with daylight savings time are a bunch of weenies. <laughs> I am literally like, it's one hour, you guys. We can handle this. It's okay. If you know we're going to spring forward, just go to bed an hour earlier. Or if you know we're going to whatever, just stay up. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, what? It's an hour. Come on. We travel across the country or you travel to different places where it's like multiple hours. And like after a day, you seem fine. I'm like, why are we like, I don't, I honestly have never understood everyone's like big fuss about it. See, like, I don't, I don't ever really freak out about it, but I will admit that there has been something in the air, at least for me. And that's why I'm asking. And so Is that's a full what, moon. Like, here's the thing. I'm not typically one to believe in that kind of a thing, but anytime something is going on in my life where it's just like random, I don't want to say chaos, but it's just one thing after another, and then someone makes a comment, it's a full moon. I'm like, dang it, every single time. Just like I mean, a, a big random coincidence. So it's like, is it a thing? Is it not? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really, I don't follow that stuff at all. But I know like the Reb's wife, I think, is really mm-hmm. into that stuff. So, I mean, maybe ask her. But I'm like, I mean, mm-hmm. S happens like, all, I think randomly throughout. And then sometimes it's coincidence and sometimes it's nothing. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. That's why I point out, I'm like, is it the daylight savings time? Is it just, is it the weather? Because it feels super cold. Like it's gotten better over the last couple of days, but I hated when it was freezing temperatures in the morning, like when I leave for work and then I'd come back and it was in the 50s, which is comfortable for people who live in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's still kind of like that. It's like it's yesterday just, was like super rainy for half the day. And then like, dinner time and it's like sunny and beautiful out. Right. Like I I that's what bugs me. It's just like pick one. Pick one or the other. I don't mind if it's cold. Just stay cold all day or stay You're living in the wrong place for that. I know. We we are one thing. Well, we are in that mid like that weird it's almost springtime and it's going to start raining a lot soon and I'd rather have that than the stupid like It's already been raining a lot soon. Oh, it's going to get worse. Oh, joy. Uh, worse, worse, worse. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, but um, are you in a, have you noticed something weird or are you fine? Um, I. <laughs> am I a weenie? <laughs> I think you're a weenie for sure. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I, I, I love Weenie Hut Jr. Spongebob reference. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, you know, I feel as crazy as I normally feel, I guess. You know, yeah. I don't feel like it's something different or you know, I'm not like, oh my gosh, this hour. Oh, but, but yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm just, you know, my normal wacky self. <laughs> uh, but you know, you know, we should just kind of get back to what we usually talk about, which is, am I the a hole stories? Oh, I love those. I have one of those, and then I have another uh, fun topic we can do after the fact. And I wanted to bring this up because I feel like we always are talking about it. But you are engaged. I am. 
Come. And this is this is a fun one because it's the it's one of those like I very much believe we are going to agree on this. Wow. Okay. We sometimes don't agree on these. So, uh, but oh man, it got juicy. It's one of those like you need to break up with her now. Whoa. Uh, so this one redditor asks. Am I the a-hole for demanding my girlfriend change her dress for a wedding? See, I'm usually, like, you and I are like, you know what? Girls should be able to wear what they want. Like, if they feel sexy and comfortable, regardless of your age and stuff. Yes. Um, But this is a little different. Okay. So this happened during the weekend. Me being in my early 30s, my girlfriend in her late 20s. So in our age demographic or group, I guess. Millennials. <laughs> uh, I was invited to a wedding ceremony of a colleague and could bring someone with me. I asked my girlfriend that I've been dating for a year if she would like to join me. And she was really happy because she apparently loves weddings. Uh, yeah. My free be- food and free drinks. I know. My best friend is like obsessed with weddings. So when my cousin got married, she's like, what was what was the setup like? What was this? Like she is she loves love, I guess. and loves weddings. I never cared Obviously, unless I was invited. But now that I understand the work and the money and the this and the yep. that, I want to know all the details of every <laughs> wedding now because I'm like, damn, they must be loaded. They got this. They got that. They right. got that. Like, that makes sense. But, like, she's already married. So it's not like she's planning yeah. this for her wedding. So she genuinely just loves weddings. I'm like, all right, sure, cool. To each their own. You're like, I don't know. It looks nice. I'm like, it was nice. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have spent that much money for A, B, or C. But, you know, to each their own. So... As she comes out, she looks really beautiful and has obviously put time to fix her hair and her makeup. She was also wearing an off-white dress that was rather ornate. What the hell does ornate mean? It had a lot of, like, details. Like, oh, okay, de- okay. Like, little, like a bunch of details. Like couture? Like very little, delicate, like maybe a lace or some kind of Julie pattern, you know, that kind of a thing. Got it. Okay. Um, so as she got in, I told her that she looked stunning. But I asked if she could change to a different colored dress for the ceremony. I'm not one for etiquette by far. But one of the few things I have heard everywhere is that you should not wear a white dress to a wedding unless you're the bride. Mm -hmm. She became pretty upset and wanted to know what was wrong with her dress. I said that it would be inappropriate to wear a white or off-white dress unless you're a bride. And that it's like wedding law or something. Trying to be lighthearted about it. (laughs) Yeah, like that is the rule. You do not wear white to the wedding unless you are the bride or maybe the flower girl. And usually the bride picks out the flower girl's dress. Yes. Or maybe I've heard too, like the bride's mom. Sometimes yeah. that's like a pass. As or well. like a cream color. They I've seen the bride's mom do. Yeah. But it's usually approved by the bride. Yes. Like if the bride yes. wears white, maybe their girls, her bridesmaids wear cream or something like that. Or, but that'd be weird. But that's that's to each the bride. Yeah, she doesn't even know the bride. This is a colleague of his that's getting married. Right. This isn't like your good friend. Right. This isn't someone where she would actually reach out and ask if it's okay. Exactly. So he says, I told her that I don't know what the dress code is for the ceremony, but since it's not saying all white clothes, I still thought she should change to another color, but white or almost white because my colleague was getting married and we had no idea how she felt about it. Uh-huh. So my girlfriend became really upset and told me that I was trying to control what she was wearing and it was also abusive, which honestly made me really upset and hurt. Mm. Like there are people that... There are abusive situations where a person's like, no, and I've seen it firsthand, like, you're not allowed to cut your hair at all. You're not allowed to wear this or that or whatever because they don't want attention on you. And it's very 
abusive, controlling, a lot of jealousy there. Yeah. This is not this is not what this sounds like. Yeah. It says I said something aligns a Along the lines of, F, well, you shouldn't go to a wedding with an abuser then. And then told her to get the F oh. out of my car. <laughs> out of your car? That means they're in like, the middle of somewhere. <laughs> well, no, it's like he did point out, like, I, to clarify, we never left the driveway by her house. So I did not drop her off in the middle of nowhere or anything like that. So it was at oh, her house. okay, okay. People were probably like, damn. <laughs> right. It's like she began to cry and wanted to apologize and give me a hug. But I told her to just get out, which she did. I drove off and, ca- and she called and texted me a bunch. I answered, I don't want to talk right now, and then turned my phone off and attended the ceremony. <gasps> oh, so this was like right, right before the yeah. wedding. Yeah, like oh, he was wow. picking her up okay. to go to the wedding. Yikes. Okay, dang. Uh, so when I got home, my phone had blown up by text from her and her best friend saying that I was being inconsiderate and controlling and should apologize for my behavior. I vented to for a f- not For not... Answering the phone calls and stuff? No, for... for telling her not she couldn't wear that. She couldn't wear that and then telling Mm. her to get out of the car, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. I vented to a few friends, most of them agreeing with me, but some have said that it was an a-hole thing to tell her that she could not wear her dress because it had nothing to do with me. I feel as if I was in the right since I... It was my colleague's wedding and it was better safe than sorry, but I'm also not sure if I was being the a-hole about the situation. So am I the a-hole? So I don't know what you have in mind, if you want bridesmaids for your wedding or if you if you want a specific color scheme yet or not. But I'm going to assume that you're not going to want your bridesmaids to wear white, Sarah. It's so funny. I was just we were just having this conversation, me and Jay Rubs yesterday okay. about this. And I <laughs> I'm crazy. I have a lot of ideas floating in my head and he has ideas, too. And one of them was, okay, well, what if you wear, like, some crazy color and your bridesmaids all wear white? And I was like, huh, interesting. And I was like, you know, no. I actually think I want the traditional me wearing white. Mm -hmm. I think that very well could change. A lot has – a lot of these things have changed. Um, But I definitely want white to be – I also think that would be, like, kind of a dope dope pictures if they're all in white and I'm in something else mm-hmm. or if I've been obviously white and then right. they're in like some other crazy color. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I would absolutely murder someone if they were in white, even if it was a flower girl, even if it was a mother, my mother, his mother. And if I was the one to wear, I would probably like if whatever color I choose to wear, I don't want anybody else wearing that color. Right. Like, and even then like the flower girl in your mom's outfits, you have a good say over it. Yes, yes. But so, I wouldn't even, like, do cream. I wouldn't do anything no, close to white. But that is still up in your, you, with the people in your circle, who you picked and what you wanted them to wear. And one of the uh, the little um, paragraphs I missed on this, when he told her that she should change, he, she said, she rolled her eyes and said that it was an outdated tradition about women in virginity and that when her friends got married, everyone wore white and it was not a big thing anymore. I feel uh. like if everyone wore white, like, if the bride didn't care, it's like, yeah, wear whatever you want. But didn't specifically say, hey, please wear white like some like some brides do. Like yeah. my bridesmaids are going to wear white along with me. Or I've seen stuff where it's the last of the friend group to get married and all the bridesmaids show up in their wedding dresses. Like, to oh, each, that's so cute. That's, I think, a really cute idea. But to each their own, right? Whatever yes. you want for your wedding. I think I, it's very cute. I would not allow that. <laughs> it's not your thing. Right. Exactly. And this is she doesn't even know this colleague, at least not good enough for something like this. 
So when yeah, somebody's crazy to me because she's in her late 20s, right? Yeah. So, you know, I would think this is behavior probably maybe from an earlier 20 year old, yeah. you know, one who's like, you know, that's an old tradition and they're not virgins and like all my friends, no one cares. Like, but, but I feel like she knows in, the tradition in our age group. It's still known that you just don't do that. Yeah. Like she knows the tradition. It's not like, wait, that's a tradition. That's a thing. I didn't know that because my friends don't do it. So I didn't know it was a thing. And she's right. It is an old tradition about quote unquote virginity, which really it's not. Um, it started as an example of wealth because back then women would get married in whatever they had. And it wasn't until Queen Victoria got married Aww. in a white dress that that's what that's when it started because anybody who could afford anything white whether it was even white sugar or like white fabric it was basically like showing off like look at my bling yeah yeah because i got so much money i can afford this i can afford to have a, a dress i can wear once because there's no way to wash it at that point in time right mm. uh so one person said she overreacted because 100% she 100% knew the rule like it's not like she didn't I feel like anybody who does wear white to a wedding that doesn't have prior authorization to is 100% looking for attention. And they or they just don't they don't care. No. Like I, I don't you know, I, you in didn't... this case, I don't think she necessarily wanted attention. I just think she she thought she thinks it's an old, outdated tradition that she doesn't give two Fs about and she doesn't think anybody else should. So and she liked her dress. She thought she looked good. So why does it matter? But it's not your wedding. It is not your choice. It is not your day. Like, even if it is not something you believe in, you still have to respect what other people want. Oh, for sure. I mean, and now I'm like, damn, like I wasn't. If we send out invitations and stuff, I was just I was going to put a dress code, but there was no way I was going to say no one wear white or whatever color I wear or I'll I'll kill you. You know what I mean? Because I, mean, I just thought that was like common sense. Exactly. Or you can even do some like I've seen we've been to weddings where it's like, hey, uh, we would love for you to wear like this theme because it was kind of a theme wedding. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like this kind of outfit. We would love to see you in that. It wasn't a requirement, but they, like and some people obviously do like, hey, it's black tie or it's casual, but even with, like, whatever a theme. OK, I, so so let's say so let's say it was like a superhero themed wedding mm -hmm. and this superhero wears all white. Is that off limits? Depends. What is the bride wearing? Is she wearing a superhero costume too, or is she wearing a wedding dress? That's a great question. I don't know. But like with themed weddings, like it's hard because where I is mean, that line there? If there's a little bit of white in the costume, like let's say I'm trying to think of who has a little bit of white in their costume, like maybe not Captain just, America. Yeah, like Captain America. Like some stripes wouldn't bother me, but I feel like if you came in full on like a uh, Power Girl. For one, that's an itty bitty costume. <laughs> I believe it's hey, Power Girl. Why not? Let's go. I will have to show you her costume because yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> it's not covering a lot. <laughs> well, it was one of those that it started off as a joke because the artist I think said he didn't really think the editors were paying attention to his art. So each issue, he made her boobs bigger and bigger and bigger to the point wow. where it became that became the thing. Like her boobs were just gigantic. She was more like known for her boobs than her like. Oh yes, damn. But yeah, she got an itty bitty waist. Uh, but it's a, almost an all white costume. She has like a red cape. It's like a white leotard. But it has like the boob cut out. Like so it's. Oh, man, I love that. It's a cute Woo! outfit. But if you were to wear that to a wedding. Mm, I mean, is if it was if I don't wear white, you can totally wear that to my wedding. I feel like you <laughs> definitely would have to ask. Like it'd be like, hey, I'm thinking of dressing up as this. Is this OK? Like you can't just go in and assume it's OK. 
Because it's white or because it's too revealing? Both. Because <laughs> mm. you don't know who the people are. Like, I think there was some outrage, and I hate that I know this, uh, that Kylie Jenner, wait, was it Kylie? Yes, Kylie Jenner went to a wedding, but it was the wedding reception. She changed into this dress. It was a very, very sexy dress. Okay. Um, but it was really revealing, and a lot of people thought that was a faux pas. Like, you don't do that. You don't wear a super revealing outfit that would take away from the bride. Ugh. She's Kylie Jenner. She can do whatever the hell right. she wants. If sure. Plus, it's a, it's a, it's a wedding. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I'm so like, a wedding. If if you're the type of person to have like a like, depending on like what kind of person you are, you know, like if you're like classy and elegant, yeah, of course, go down that route. But if you're like wild and just like a good party like yes i understand like a marriage obviously is a very important significant date it was a ken it was kendall excuse me but oh, it is damn that's so sexy i love it that is super Woo! sexy imagine like a really tight tiny skirt and the top and it's is not white so she's good it's no. the, the the top is like just pieces of fabric so imagine like a bikini-ish top very tiny and then just like somebody were to cut up the dress like all the way down. I love that. It's wow. super hot, but I feel like in her friend group it wouldn't matter. But you go in wearing a full on wedding dress or something white, I feel like you are look like you going in immediately think I think you are looking for attention, whether it's the mother in law or the mother of the bride and it wasn't priorly like authorized. Okay, I, so in this situation they've been dating for a year. Mm -hmm. Do you think he should break up with her? Uh, I think he goes on. Was it there? Was I think he might have actually did an update. I think what really hurt him was the fact the that the abuser she, part, the abuser part. You thank you. That's what I was gonna say. I was I was thinking, okay, if this is like they're like they've been dating for a year, that's like a, a good chunk of time mm. at our age. If this is kind of like the first like situation like this, mm. you know, like obviously, I mean, it's stupid, it sucks, but it's over now. He went without her. You mm -hmm. know, but I think the more big problem is that she called him an, an abuser right, because that that word is a very serious word. And when it gets thrown around in situations that it, it shouldn't, I think it's extremely messed up. It's very problematic. Let me read a few of the comments and he replies to some of these. So someone says the only way her attitude makes sense is she's an attention seeker for not saying something else. Or if she's testing the original poster somehow, like boundaries, or when inevitably someone in the wedding party would ask her to leave to see how he would react. Um, so she's just testing to see what he would do, is what this person thinks. Somebody else yeah. says, I wonder if she's met and dislikes the coworker. This seems like a pretty deliberate snub. Like she's very much doing this on purpose. Huh. Um, somebody says, Absolutely, you are not the a hole, and your girlfriend sounds like an attention seeking nightmare. <laughs> Literally, everyone knows you're not supposed to wear white to a wedding. Even if she magically had not heard this rule, the second you mentioned it, a reasonable person would have changed their dress just to be safe. They're like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. Let me change. Right? You would think. Uh, she clearly wanted to be the center of attention or create drama. And when you wouldn't allow it, she created drama in another way. I would honestly end this relationship unless you want to end up married to one of those, I don't know, the uh, G J N mother-in-laws, I guess. I don't know, but who wear white on their son's wedding then act mystified when the bride gets upset. Oh, like <laughs> like, like the, the groom's mom mm -hmm. wears white and the bride I've, doesn't know. Or I've seen ones or pictures of where the groom's groom's mother wears an actual wedding dress. Oh, so Lord, bad. that's so weird. Yeah. So, or when they're like, this is my special day, too. Uh, the original poster says, thank you. I've been thinking about ending the relationship partly because I feel like I'm too old for what it is. Uh, especially if it's drama. And also if she legit thinks I was being abusive, then I don't want another person to feel that way about me. 
Right. Someone says, not the a-hole. You don't wear white to someone else's wedding. Your girlfriend was out of line. She can wear white or off-white to other functions. Asking her to change for one freaking event is not abusive, especially when your reason for why it was valid. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Glad you enjoyed the wedding. Uh, he says, thank you for the input. And it feels good to hear that I was not out of line and asking her to change her dress. I honestly, I was honestly a bit shocked to hear, to see her come out the front door almost looking like a bride herself. Um, someone says, not the a-hole. It's concerning that your girlfriend would call your etiquette corrections abusive. Has she been bef- abused before? He says, not from what she has told me. She knows that I had a, an abusive family members and that I'm very careful to not act in a toxic way and do my best to communicate how I feel before there's an issue. Oh, so she just like did that for a dig. Yeah. And so this, the person says, so she is using your past to manipulate you. You know the way an abuser does. So she. She was acting pretty abusive. Uh, And someone's like, not the a-hole. If she truly loves weddings, then she absolutely knows you don't wear anything close to white or to something, somebody else's wedding. And her excuses for doing so for a friend were ridiculous since she doesn't know the bride and this is a colleague of yours. Then trying to shift the blame for the situation onto you. Yikes. Yeah, no, not okay. Uh, He did do an update. Ooh, I love updates says, update, my girlfriend found out about the thread, don't know if she knew my handle or just found it, and then we talked over the phone. She apologized, and I apologized, and it was a pretty good talk. She asked if she could come over, and I said no. It would be best for us to go our separate ways. She got upset and asked why I wouldn't even try to work it out. And I basically said goodbye, and then she called my unit small, which actually made me (laughs) laugh, after what had been a pretty good, mature conversation, and she hung up. It's like, I'm going to be mature and reasonable about this. It's like, okay, cool, I think we're good, we're done. Well, your, you know, thing is small and cool. You're actually not mature. I'm pretty sad about it. She really made me feel happy. But as many of you commented, it was our first disagreement. And she called me abusive. How would our future disagreements look? Dang. It's their, it was their first disagreement in a year. Yeah. And that blows my mind. And she threw that word out. Wow. I was hurt, but if she did think I was being abusive, it would be the right thing to do. And if she did not think I was being abusive and said it anyways, I would not want to be with her. So anyways, I think things worked out for the best for both of us. Oh, that's such a mess. I love that she found this thread, though. I do, too. Like, it. I don't understand people. (laughs) Like, that is such a horrible thing to call somebody up there with, like, you know, being like a pedo. Yeah. Do you think he if do you think he would have if he didn't put this thread out there like and they just had like talked about it? Like, do you think like all of these commenters were kind of like in his ear, which kind of pushed him to break up with her? I think I mean, definitely, because he was asking for advice. And so for him to feel like he was very, very hurt uh, when she called him abusive. And so to have other people validate like, no, these what you're feeling is very logical and it makes sense that you would feel that way because that's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. So f- I think that kind of it's like going to your friends and saying, like, I don't know, should I break up with this person? They did this. And friends all that. don't listen to their friends, though. I have so many friends who've had the worst boyfriends ever. And I made it very clear. And they're like, well, I'm so stupid. Love goggles. I'm going to stay with him forever. And like, you're gonna, OK. And then like a year or two later, they like find out on their own. And they were like, yeah, sorry. You were right. Like, I feel like, like between everyone's f- like, you can't get involved because they're never going to find out until they find out on their own. Or they're just going to be miserable. Congratulations, you're a parent. (laughs) Jesus. You're a mom, because I feel like that's what parents have to deal with. 
And I uh, no, my parents made it very clear of who they didn't like when I dated people, and that was pretty much everyone, no, <laughs> except no, no. for except for my fiance. No, that's now. that's what I mean, though. Like you, you, your parents would tell you, "No, this isn't going to work out. This isn't a good idea. Don't do this," and you're still going to do it anyways, because that there is. Was, there was when my mom. Because my mom is the nicest person ever. You know her. Mm-hmm. Dad Dad always hates everyone. But my, right. my mom. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, I know. I know. When my mom really, like, put the foot down, I was like, whoa, okay. I need to take these glasses off. Because if mom is, like, getting upset about this, then something is wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when that one person in your life is so, like, butterflies and rainbows and unicorns. And then is like, Sarah. And I'm like, oh, what's happening? See, it was really tricky for me because there's a lot of things that my parents didn't agree with. And I think that kind of goes into the whole being brought up basically in two cultures. Like, I agree with you or agree with each other. Well, like, like, was when, it your mom and dad didn't agree with you or your mom and dad didn't agree? My mom and dad didn't agree with me, oh, okay, with what okay. I was doing or like okay. whether it was somebody I was dating or whatever I happened to be doing. Uh, good and bad because there's some things looking back I'm like yeah you probably shouldn't have done that and there's some things where I honestly had no idea what to do like do I listen to my parents or do I do what I need what I feel like I want to do Mm. and not saying like go out and be 100% crazy but when at least for me I felt like I was brought up in two worlds like the whole Mexican side because my parents were born and raised in Mexico they came over here I was born and raised here by Mexican parents So I would see what everyone else was doing, like everyone at school, people on TV, and see how the cultural difference is. Like I've brought up, I wasn't allowed to do sleepovers. There's just like a bunch of little things. Yeah. And the way they would view the world was different than the way, you know, my American friend's parents viewed the world. Yeah, probably very, very different. Yeah. So there's things whether like culturally, like that were either like, I don't want to say socially acceptable, but the things that were more of the norm here that weren't the norm over there and vice versa. Um. So it was hard to believe my parents or to, like, understand their perspective because I'm just like, but you don't know this perspective and you don't Mm. want to know this perspective. And I'm looking at it from both sides and I want to be able to let me double check since you're not really able to double check for me because you can only give me one side. I'm going to go check this side and see if it works or not. Because they didn't really dive into this culture. They just like, like stuck with their yeah. what they what they knew and they grew up with. Right. And they dove in like as much as anybody could, I guess. But I, diving in doesn't sound like the right word. I mean, they dabbled in it because they are here. You have to. Right. But they still there. You parent in ways that your parents parented. Right. Mm-hmm. And you do see what they did that you didn't like and you try to rectify and change it. But overall, like a majority of your parenting comes from what you learned as a kid. Ooh, it'll be interesting to see what you, when you have kids. Well, I'm even saying that now with my little brother because I'm I, I'm super fascinated with how like the daycare te- like teaches him and gets him to do things or to calm him down because his daycare and I don't know if this is true with all daycares. Anybody who has kids in daycares, let me know. But they don't do time out anymore. Yeah, I've heard that's like not great to do or it, something. It's not really <laughs> teaching them anything, right? Um, There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, kids, like there's a thing called gentle parenting and it gets made fun of a lot because of the name. Right. Yeah. And gentle parenting, basically, from what I understand and what I've kind of dipped my toe in, because I don't want to say I've researched it because I haven't. I've just dipped my toe into hearing what other people do for ideas. Um, It's being able to listen to your kid, tell them what they're doing, establish boundaries and then say, like, like, hey, this is not okay." We, we can't do this. We don't do this because of this. Uh, and I have found it super interesting, especially with my little brother, because he's not like my brother and I. 
when we were kids. Uh, so want, Like the way he acts or the way your parents are parenting him? The way he acts. Because the way oh. my parents parented us, it, he, they kind of try to do some of the same stuff. Like they don't do the spanking thing anymore. Um, but when you raise your voice, like you raised your voice and my brother and I, we immediately like, nope, we got in line. Like mom's mad. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, mess yeah. with that. Granted, we, you, we did get spanked. <laughs> But that but was your big like, brother is like, nope, I don't care if you're yelling at me. I'm still going to do this. Yeah. He's very similar to you, Sarah. He's like, I don't <laughs> care. So yelling at him or like raising your voice uh, does not work with him. There's a lot yeah. of things that worked on us that do not work with him. And so it is your natural response. Even my brother's natural response to try to parent like my parents did. And, and, I've well, had- and I feel like the parents get so frustrated and their patience runs. And all you know what to do is just yell because you're so angry (laughs) right and i mean i'm not saying that you are a horrible person if you end up raising your voice or yelling at your kid because it happens we are human it's not it's okay like like our our only thing we can do is to try to be better um the next do you guys not give him time out then no because one it doesn't doesn't work with him anyways we've tried (laughs) uh before i found out that the daycare doesn't do it like he doesn't Uh. sit still like you either have to sit there literally holding him down and that's not good for anything yeah, and then uh, he's probably just thinking it's like a fun game. Like, right. Oh, try to catch me. Oh. It's like, ha, ah, you're holding on. We're, we're wrestling now. It, it doesn't work with him. Uh, something I've learned that his daycare teacher does, and it kind of works at home, not as well as in daycare. But uh, she'll go down like eye level to him and look at him like, hey, where are your listening ears? I'm telling you. And she'll try to explain to him what are things that you can do. Like, hey, what you just did, we don't do that. Okay. Because then we do this. And if he's like not listening, running around, she'll she'll tell him, would you like me to hold your hand? And he immediately says no, because he knows that if (laughs) it's not it's not a bad thing. It's technically a punishment. It's not a harsh punishment. She'll go over and hold his hand, which means he can't do what he wants to do. He can't run around. And that's his thing. He's got a lot of energy. So um, speaking of his daycare is calling me right now. Wow, that's hella funny. Oh, my gosh. She's probably <laughs> having a rough day today. Not a good thing. Usually. No. So what they'll do is they'll call me. And I told them they can call me because it's a little easier for me to get to him. When he's having a rough morning, sometimes they've called earlier. Sometimes it's a little later. Like, yeah, you know what? He's having a rough start to his day. Um, so we might need to. if it, if Okay. So here are the steps. The hand holding is one of them. If he's still, if that's still not working, they'll pick him up and hold him because that kind of gets him out of the situation that's being rambunctious and rowdy and all that fun stuff. Um, if even then that, that doesn't work, he's got a lot of emotions, a lot of stuff, and he's still being, I don't want to say a nuisance, but like doing things he's not supposed to doing, like hitting or scratching or whatever, because he's got a lot, then that's when He's being a pain in the ass, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, they'll call me and we'll pick him up. Instead of doing a timeout, it's like, okay, we're going to reset and start over tomorrow. We're going to do it again tomorrow. He's so been... they handhold, they hold, then they pick him up, and then they just get him, like, have you guys pick him up? Yeah, but they always call us before the, he gets to that point. And last oh, time being I, like, hey, we're holding him now. We're at stage two. Well, well, like they'll hold him. And if that like they'll put him down, if he's still not paying attention, like not listening to what he's supposed to be doing, um, then they'll um, they'll eventually call. Has there a been a situation call. where he has calmed down? Like you've gotten yes. that phone call first and then you haven't gotten that call again. Yes. And I think this actually happened last week or the week before. Where like a day I had to pick him up and then like a couple days later I got the phone call and then I went to pick him up later because I hadn't gotten a second phone call. And they're like, it literally after we called you, it was like a 180. Wow. Because the teachers try different techniques with him. They're like, we made him, 
he has a, I think it's also hard on top of being a COVID kid, like living, trying to be a kid during the COVID era, little kid, not really being around other people or around a lot of other kids. They don't really know how to act sometimes. And his problem is he's too, I think the term was like they use was too big for his body. Mm. Like he, he doesn't really know how to control his body in the sense like he'll run around and play and like flail his arms around. It's like, dude. You can't be flailing your arms around. You're hitting us. Like, you need to control <laughs> your body. you smack all the other kids your size, too, right. especially. And that's going to hurt them. Yeah. Like, you need to be aware of your body and what, you know, what's around your surroundings. So that's his biggest issue on top of having a lot of energy and running when he shouldn't be running. Do you um, know if this is, like, common with a lot of the kids in his class? Or is he just some a kids, troublemaker? Like, I think he just has too much energy for him. Like, that's what his uh, main teacher has told me. She's like, honestly, he just... I have she says she has four kids and she has worked with this age group for like 18 years. She's it's like I'm one, I was one of those kids, too. Like I have a lot of high energy. So I, it's just about burning off the energy. So I'm kind of similar to you in the sense of not saying that you are a troublemaker, but you from what I've heard and stuff that like you get really anxious or you do better when you have your workouts, mm-hmm. when you're able to burn all that. Right. Yeah, and mentally. I mean, nowadays, I mean, mean, back in the day, I don't really know. (laughs) It was just like, F this, F that, school sucks. Right, well, like, as a kid, like, who knows? But, like, that's the best way I can compare it to. You have all this energy, you need to burn it off so you feel good physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are like that, you know? I was just wondering if, like, a lot of people in, like, his class, like, if this is just a normal for his age, you know? For some kids, not all kids. Some kids are a little bit better with directions, so like, he's like the troublemaker in his class. A little bit more, yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know. I don't. Well, I just didn't know if it was like a normal, like if they're calling like multiple parents a day and this I, is just like kind of the new way to. I never ask to see how many kids in his class have issues because I don't think they tell us anyways. Yeah, like, but you can tell when you pick them up, right? Mm, like, oh, is Molly missing today? Is well, like, I, there's, a, there's a lot of kids. I don't know them all. Oh, there is? Yeah. Like, oh, I thought this was like maybe like a 10-15 class, you know? Like, I mean, so he's technically goes back and forth between two classes, like the pre-K class and like the little kid class. Because like in one class, he's the oldest and in the other class, he's the littlest. So they'll kind of bounce him back and forth to see what he does best for the day. Mm. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of hard. And the thing is, he doesn't have any siblings or kids really he hangs out with that are his age outside of daycare. Yeah. He has his siblings are 30 and 32 years old. <laughs> and you guys are fun don't get me wrong but, but we're not kids and so he's so used to being around adults he's that kid that loves to help if you're cooking something like hey do you want to help me cook he'll immediately like okay cool let me he wants to use the knife and stuff and I'm like no not yet like I have a like a slicer thing where you can protect your fingers I'm like here we're gonna cut up some potatoes today so we're does gonna... he prefer to be with the big kids then usually yes but if the yeah. big kids get a little too much then he's like i want to hang out with the little kids <laughs> and they're pretty flexible and moving him back and forth depending That's on what good. his needs are and like the day where i got that phone call and they didn't end up giving me the second call she's like i made him my little helper for today and it really helped him oh like, yeah give stay him focused. little tasks or make him feel like he's like he know, thinks he's, an, he's a grown up he's a grown-up in his head <laughs> Aww. So that's why, like, I'll, I'll do, pro- I try to do projects with him. Like, hey, let's make a cake together. Let's, you know, you're going to pour the ingredients and you're going to do this. He wants to do everything. And Put he, him to work. I, he, honestly, <laughs> that helps him a lot. Like, he loves it. As long as he, like, doesn't make more of a mess or get hurt. Well, like, even if he does make a mess, though, like, it's okay. Put he's him learning. to work to clean it up. <laughs> yeah, then we have to clean it. <laughs> it's honestly, like, the best way I can get him. Like, it's so gross. And, like, we've gotten... He's had crying fits because I will make him wash his hands. He doesn't like washing his hands like when he goes to the bathroom. 
And like, it's not a big deal, but he sits, like, he goes and sits on the toilet and he holds onto the toilet. So I'm like, dude, you got to wash oh, your hands. Oh, and he's a COVID kid. He should know washing hands is like right. so in. But the thing is, if I said, hey, we're going to cook food, you need to wash your hands first. He's like, all right, on it. Like, he's <laughs> in for it. Like, oh, <laughs> so, you just have to tell him that, like, every time he, like, sits on the potty then. You right. Know? And I'm like, when you touch the potty, it's, he's like, I'm like, do you wash your hands? Like, they're not dirty. I'm like, they are. <laughs> they are dirty. You so, just can't see it. I'll just like squirt hand sanitizer in my hands and just grab his hands and he gets all mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But it's, yeah. Mm. Um, but that being said, I'm probably going to have to cut this podcast short. Uh, so so can, you can hopefully I, not pick him up. Right. So I'm going to answer the uh, call the daycare back and hopefully I don't have to pick him up. <laughs> Yeah, really, like, throws a wrench in your day. Yeah. You had anything maybe planned, you know? Right. And it's, I can't do anything in my house when I have him over at my house just because he wants to get into everything. Yeah. Or you just do things and have him help, you know? There's your some... crafts, the hot glue gun. I bet he's a master at that. No. All the glitter. Yeah, no, that does not. <laughs> I let him do painting. Like, I will set up his area and I'll bring out paintbrushes and paint. And I'll let him do whatever the hell he wants. But glitter, we're not there yet. I even got him. I don't think anyone should ever be there. Right. <laughs> to be honest, that S gets everywhere. Oh, I even got him little kid scissors so he won't cut himself because he loves using scissors. Oh. Uh, so, like, yeah, dollar store is the best. I'm surprised he doesn't still want to use the big kid scissors, honestly. I mean, if he sees big kid scissors, he will want to use them. Anything that's bigger. Mm, like, yeah. he will definitely want to use that. So, I he can't. He thinks he's grown. He thinks he's a big boy. Oh, that well, being good said. luck with that. Yeah. So we uh, will cut this short. Was uh, the what do you think of the boyfriend breaking up with the girlfriend uh, over the wedding dress? Yeah, would white you dress, have an done abusive. That? Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm curious. I'm curious to see what you guys think. Right. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.